Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today is Christmas of 2020. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, friends. So as you can imagine, we are going to take the week off. But we are going to have some really fun stories to share with you when we come back from our Christmas break. It is going to be so much fun. We've already had some things happen already that we cannot wait to share with you guys. That'll be super funny and hopefully bring a smile to your face. But in the meantime, we are going to share with you the radio version that we have from episode six with your sister, Stephanie. You guys love her. She's so funny and hopefully she'll bring a smile to your face once again. So this is the best of Tell Us a Good Story. Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's this. I'm excited about this. We've been looking forward to this because, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is <laughs> one of the most fun people we know, one of the most talented people we know, and like yourself, is one of the most energetic women I've ever met in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Tell Us a Good Story, Stephanie's sister, Katie Keller Schnetzer. Hello, Miss Katie. Welcome, sis. Oh, thank you for having me. We've been excited about this. <laughs> I love so you. excited. Miles thank you. For... My favorite. <laughs> thank you for so joining us. To be here. So I have a list, or we have a list of stories from the past 15, 17 years that we've known each other, right? Mm-hmm. The three of us. So I've been in the family 15 years. We dated for about two. Yes. So a lot of good stories throughout the years. I want you ladies to share one of the dumb things I did, right? There's been many dumb things that I've done. Yeah, lots. One of the silly things that I did was when you were pregnant with Emmy, mm-hmm. I was so excited to be a dad, right? I was so excited to get to meet Emmy, hold Emmy for the first time. So proud. And of course, I have an accounting background. I have a finance background. So I'm big into the numbers, right? So Emmy's, Emmy was born September 22nd, 2011. Mm-hmm. So 9 11 I was hoping for some type of number that would be cool and easy for me to remember. One of those numbers I thought that'd be cool would be if she had a birthday of 9, 10, 11. All right. I thought that'd be incredibly cool. What I thought would not be incredibly cool is if she was a day later than that and had a 9, 11 birthday. Because to me, no offense, but that's sad. Yeah. Sad, unpatriotic. If our daughter was born on 9, 11, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't want that. So I wanted to come up with some type of idea. How can we get Steph to have this baby on 9, 10, 11? You had gone full term, right? So that was like 39 weeks at that point. So mm, 38. Full, that's still full term though. It is. Considered full term. Yes, you're right. So it wasn't like it was 30 weeks. No, for sure. Weeks. Yes, you're she right. She was full you're term. Right. Yes. And I was like, okay, how do we get, how do we get Steph to have this baby on 9, 10, 11? So I thought, okay, on 9, 9, 11, I've got to get you active, up and moving, up walking around. I've got some ideas. How can we get the labor and delivery process to start on the afternoon, evening of 9 So, Emmy would be born on 9 
10, 11. Mm-hmm. You know what just and- hit me? What's that? <laughs> that? You had this grand plan of how yes. to get sis to have a baby. You know nothing about how to truly make zero. This happen. Zero. I know zero about truly make this happen. She's at labor and delivery. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, you don't know. You know, we got this. Right. I'm surprised you were like, hey, calm it down, <laughs> rookie dad. I got this. That's not how this works, my friend. So he decided to take me and Katie to Target. Because Katie had showed up. Yes. Right when I convinced you. Yes. Hey, let's go for a walk around mm-hmm. Target. Let's do a few laps. Yeah. And so well, sis showed up and was on, a, on this infamous, infamous trip to Target. Yeah, so Kevin, he treats me like a dog. He's like, Katie. He meets me. He's like, we're going to get your sister to have a baby tonight. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> I'm in. What do I do? And you're like, this is great. Follow my lead. She's going to have a baby. And I was like, okay. Because I was competitive, right? We're all so competitive. We were like, make it we, happen. Can do, we can cheat nature. We're going to make her have this kid. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we all pile in the car. <laughs> we go to Target. So we start talking or walking laps. And while we're walking, Katie and I, of course, are talking like crazy. And all of a sudden we look and Kevin's gone. Boom. We have no clue where Kevin's at. Dissolve. So we just, of course, just keep walking. And all of a sudden, here comes Kevin up an aisle holding hand weights. Yeah. And why would, did you think you should give me hand weights? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought if we added some, added some weights, it might expedite the process. Because I wasn't seeing any results at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> we, need, we need to ramp up this... Process. Workout, yes. right? And so, I remember in Target, I'm like your coach. I'm your the motivational speaker. I'm your strength and conditioning coach. And I'm <laughs> remember telling you, honey, listen, you are going to forget all about this pain as soon as you hold this baby girl in your arms. I promise, you are going to forget everything that we're doing right now. And I, my whole thing is, why did I even? Maybe I was just tired of being pregnant. I don't know, but I, I don't know why I went along with it. But I did. Like, whatever he said, I'm like, okay, maybe I just didn't have any strength anymore to, like, say no. I was like, okay, let's do some hand weights. So, there I am. People shuffling. feel bad enough for you in this moment. They're like, this poor woman. She was being abused. <laughs> I'm shuffling in Target, holding weights. I have my sister and my husband alongside of me, like, encouraging me. do this. Like, oh, it was... Needless to say, it did not work. After two hours, it did not work. So we go home. My sister starts rubbing my back because she felt so bad for me. My husband is like, no, we're going round two on this. I'm going to beef up this experiment here. We go to phase two of project 9-10-11. And because again, I wasn't seeing the results. So... When push comes to shove, right, we've got to go to the next level. I love how he says we when I'm the one getting tortured right. here. This wasn't negatively impacting me at all. So, yeah, I guess that it Oops. It, yeah, it's probably It sounds not really bad when you we. talk it out. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounded so much better in my head than when I'm verbalizing it right now. Like, this is mm-hmm. really bad. So, this came down to the old wise tales, right? That we'd heard from your mom, mm-hmm. my mom of what happened, you know, when, when they were pregnant with, yes. with us. 
And so they always talked about castor oil and how that worked for them. And so we got some castor oil, we got some orange juice Mm. and went home. You poured half a cup of orange juice. Then you poured a half a cup of castor oil on top of that. And literally, I remember it was like, a science it was flipping where, nasty. I saw yes. it. And I was like, "Deuces, I'm out. I'm not watching this." The I love oil, you so much. <laughs> I. The oil sat exactly on oh. top of that orange juice. Mm-hmm. Did not mix. Like I know, I knew that oil and water don't mix. Well, oil and orange juice don't mix either. No, so they don't. We learned that real quick. Mm-hmm. So you start stirring it up, trying to mix it up, and then you chugged it like a champ. And mm. again, no results. No results, and. So that evening, not only was I in so much pain with my back and just I was in extreme pain, I didn't sleep that night because, unfortunately, castor oil is a laxative. So I was up all night while my sweet husband, who had all of these ideas, slept in bed the entire night. So Yeah, I remember, I remember Googling... What are some of the side effects of when you drink castor oil after you drink castor oil? And it was, it has the same side effects as a laxative. Uh So again, I'm really sorry about that. (laughs) So Steph, we just moved into a new home. You know who's good at homes? I do. Jay Luby. And? Miss Connie Luby. Yes. They build custom homes. They do remodeling. They do office construction. Steph, if you go to lubycompanies.com, they have a picture by picture here on the portfolio. And everyone is absolutely amazing. I want every one of them. <laughs> I want that one or that one. Oh, maybe that one. The Gorgeous. only problem about lubycompanies.com, it's hard to spell. Uh, there's no way... I could spell their last name unless you would have told me. I guarantee they get asked every day, how do you spell that? So friends, it's L-U-E-B-B-E companies.com. Go to that website. Phenomenal pictures of what they do. From new construction to like new renovations, the Luby companies are here to partner with you. They are also a proud sponsor of... Tell us a good story. We both played sports in high school and a little bit in college as well. And so you played a lot of softball. And one day we started talking about what this baby girl could be like. Like, what if, what if she's going to be an athlete? Is she, what if she wants to play softball? And we started kind of piecing together, like, what if she had, not superpowers, but what if she had the best physical characteristic of our family, uh-huh. right? So you'd said, okay, what if this baby girl could hit like you uh-huh. in softball, had my speed, had Katie's arm, had my accuracy. <laughs> because. <laughs> because Katie was Rude. known for being like wild Rude. thing of her little league team. And I, I remember Steph telling me this and I was like, no, no, she can't be that wild, that off. And I remember one time, Katie, and I'm not making this up. I had asked you like across the room, this was in Rockford, said, hey, can you toss me that banana? <laughs> and everyone was like, are you sure you want Katie to toss that banana to you from... The kitchen counter. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, hey, right here. I got a target. And so you go to throw it and you hit like the ceiling fan as I'm standing here. Like, not even close. Oh my gosh. I wish, I wish I could say that with with age, I've gotten so much better. Literally, before we did this tonight, we're home and Sam and I are playing football in the living room. And And Sam's your son. Sam's my son, who has amazing accuracy. 
And he's throwing the football to me. And he's like, mom, throw it here. I know you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's five. And five. And Mike, my husband, was like, Kate, just don't. Just don't. There's pictures back there. Just don't throw it. And I was like, excuse you. Excuse all of you. I nailed it, by the way. At his chest. Maybe not at his chest, but close. Was it a fastball right into his chest? <laughs> it was a fastball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, catch this. <laughs> Mama could throw this ball over a mountain back there. Mama still got it. Yeah. Just nailed it. So tell the story of when your dad was coaching you girls. Mm-hmm. It was at nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Is, he, is it nine or ten or even younger? Something like that. It was the, dad's it was the coaching. first... It was the first league where it was a player pitch. Okay. okay. Yes, it was a 9-10. Okay. So my dad is all about empowering girls with sports. He loves that. So when we were at that age, my sister was pitching. And one of the players who was in high school, she ended up becoming an all-state pitcher. She was phenomenal. And her, yeah, she was amazing. And her dad started watching Katie. Mm -hmm. And he pulled my dad aside and he's like, your daughter has a real gift with pitching. So he kept telling my dad, she has the speed, just keep working on the speed, but eventually she'll get the control control of it. The control will come. It'll eventually come. It's going to come. So my dad has that in his head. She might be 30 by that time, (laughs) but eventually it's going, it'll get there. It'll come. It'll kick in. So he starts having her pitch during games, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So Katie's there pitching in games and she literally pitches so hard. I've never seen someone so young pitch as hard as she did. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the accuracy was not there. I so had no she, bloody clue where it was going. I had no idea. <laughs> and my, my dad just kept encouraging, keep going. It's going to kick going. in. It's going to kick in. So she <laughs> went through an entire team yeah. batting. She either walked them mm-hmm. or hit them. Or hit them. No one touched her. Mm-hmm. If she had a strike, no one could touch that ball. Nope. But she hit or walked Every so many people. Player. How many kids did you hit in a row, Katie? Oh, Kev, that, I... T- tell me, yeah, what happened with like the parents yelling at your <laughs> dad? Like how many kids did you, did you hit in it a row so that, that one Legit, game? Legit, I hit... Okay, so I walked in a run because I hit five players in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and when we say hit... Drilled them. Drilled them. These kids are crawling to first base hobbling to first base or crying to first base. Yeah, holding their heads. I can't imagine I can't imagine being the next kid up like, "All right, <laughs> who's next? You're on deck. Let's go. Next it, batter." It, Kevin, it was so bad like, I was like parents you're fine. Parents are yelling at my dad, are yelling at my little sister. <laughs> Get her out of there. She's someone she's going to Yeah, she's going to kill somebody. Like, and my dad's like Keep going. She's going to work through it. She's going to get through your dad, it. Your dad was like, she's going to battle through it. She's going to work right through this. Yep. Kids were so scared. No one wanted to go up to bat. No. Like They're like, you're, you're next. No one would go up to bat. No, they, It was so bad. Girl, God bless her. She started crying. She's in the... <laughs> <laughs> she's in the, the circle and they were like, okay, you know, so-and-so, it's your turn. And she was like, nope. 
And I was like, <laughs> come on. Like, you're up, sister. Get going. So, so, yeah, I hit like five girls in a row. I literally, literally hit every single person on the oh. team, right? Oh, my gosh. At one point, I threw it. I had a late release. It's fine. No big deal. I threw it over the backstop. <laughs> <laughs> the main road that went through the town was behind the softball diamond or behind home plate. I threw it over the backstop into oncoming traffic, right? And I was like, ah, ah, she's going to hit the car. I was like, everybody needs to calm down. I don't know why. Calm it down. It worked up. Calm down. So anywho, after I hit every member of the team, throw it over the backstop. I'm kicking dirt, right? I'm sucking my glove and I'm so mad. And the madder I get, the harder I'm throwing it, right? So finally, there's literally a revolt. Like all of these parents are standing up. They're like pounding on the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Are they yelling at you or are they yelling at your dad? I thought it was both. I thought it was both. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. At one point, this mom, I hit her daughter. It's fine. Bobby. Her name was Bobby. I don't know if you remember that one, sis. I hit her daughter. Her mom comes through the fence. There was like this tiny little gap in the fence. She comes through the fence. And I was like, ah, geez, she's going to charge me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, anywho, at that point... My dad sees that things aren't getting better, right? We're not amazing. <laughs> not kicking in. The control's not kicking in yet. And he comes to the mountain and he was like, Kate, you know I got it for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, Dad, it's fine, right? We're fine. Everybody's fine. Look at them. They're fine. And girls are like, <laughs> get a walking wounded on every base. You need to calm the flip down over there. It's just, just, just a war story. And so anyways, he was like, Kate, I got to take you out. I was like, fine. And so I you know, kick the dirt and I take off. And I, I think he had to put me in the outfield or something. <laughs> all right, Steph, I got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. So what's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book, honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinAndStuff.com. And what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So speaking of overly competitive and things maybe getting a little bit out of hand. Well, you fit right in with our family with competitive. Yep. You wanted me to share the story yep. of the first time I went to your family reunion, mm-hmm. right? So for some reason, I had always gotten out of going to this family reunion. And by this point, we had been married eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. And it was either I was in grad school getting my MBA or I was working or... Studying your CPA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or playing softball. Yep. Whatever. I had always gotten out of these family reunions. Because you thought I, they I were to... terrible. You thought they sucked. Yes, because I had a certain vision of what family reunions are, and I didn't want anything to deal with it. Yeah. Right? I mean, because I, did, I didn't know anybody in your family, quite honestly. I'd seen them at our wedding, but most of your family members are from Iowa, mm-hmm. Michigan, Indiana. Indiana, and 
it, that just didn't seem fun to me. So if, if I didn't have to go, I, I didn't go. Yeah. Well, hey, this per- so I forget your name. I'm never going to remember it again. Oh, yeah. and it was, it was bad because at this particular one, it was at your parents' house. Yes. So I felt obligated. I needed to attend this. Okay. But I would introduce myself to your family members. And it's exactly what you just said, Katie. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, yeah. Don't you remember we met you at your wedding you know, eight, nine years ago? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. We just had another Keller Fest this past summer. Kevin was introducing himself to <laughs> our family again. And they're like, yeah, I'm, we've met. I know you. I remember you. I was at oh, yeah. your wedding and then that other thing. And he was like, ah, I'm sorry. So, we got to work on his people skills. <laughs> memory. We got to get, get that memory working. So one of my weaknesses, okay, is there are times where I have this overly competitive spirit, right, that comes out of me, all right? Sure. And when you're younger, like when you're in high school oh, and you're super competitive, people love you. Coaches love you because you play hard. You're into it. My coaches right? love Overly aggressive. Too. Love it, right? You're just you're just a, you're just a competitive guy. Okay. However, when you reach an adult, and that competitive side comes out of you, you are now a hothead. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, typically, I keep this inside this competitive spirit. I keep it in there until. Do you know? Do you know? I don't think. I think I love that you think you do. This is my side of the story. Oh, okay. Don't think so. Until someone runs their mouth. Or I feel like I got cheated out of something, oh. okay? Whether it's a umpire sure, or an official or someone starts running their mouth to me, then that competitive thing comes out, okay? In this particular example, at this family reunion, again, I don't know these people, all right? But you are loving this family reunion. Yes, it has been fun because we're just playing games, right? Yeah. And not only are we playing games, but there are people that are actually athletic. Yeah. Which is a big deal, mm-hmm. right? That I can actually play hard because there are actually athletic people at mm-hmm. this event and people that are younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, we start playing kickball and your dad is the umpire. Okay. And your uncle is it uncle Don. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. How old is he? He's like at 70, 70 maybe at that, yeah, at that point. 70. Okay. Okay. So he's, he's <laughs> at this point, he's early seventies. He's the all time pitcher in this kickball game. Okay. And we have probably 30 people at your family's house playing kickball in the backyard. So I get up to kick and bases are loaded. Okay. So I drill a ball right down the right field line. Now, granted, there are no lines because it's backyard, but it was, it was down the line. It was fair. Okay. So just trust me on this. Okay. It was fair. Sure. Now, Katie, your husband is out in left field, mm-hmm. completely opposite end of the field. Well, he thinks he's funny. <laughs> And he yells out, when I drill this, it's going to be a grand slam. When I kick this, he thinks he's funny and he yells foul ball. So he yells foul ball. Everybody on my team stops running. And I keep running. I'm like, no, no, no. Keep keep going. Keep going. That's fair. And so everybody stops. So then I turn to your dad. I'm like, Steve, Steve, what was it? And your dad's like, oh, sorry. Like, I, I don't know. I was drinking in my beer. Yeah, sorry. I we're going to have to call that one a foul, Kev. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Steve, you had one job to do out here and you, you're you not paying attention? Like, what are you doing? So I actually got your dad about that, which I shouldn't have, obviously. You later apologized. Yes, I later apologized. Yes. So that got me fired up at your husband and at your father. 
Like, I can't believe hey, one, your dad's not paying attention. And plus, your husband is not funny, right? <laughs> Him yelling out foul ball when this was going to be a grand slam. Dude, okay? it totally worked, though. Just saying. Well, I, uh, I took the first strike, right? And then that was a foul ball. So I've got, I've got one more mm-hmm. shot. At this point, I am, like, furious. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to jack this ball over <laughs> your parents' house. Like, I am, I am going mile. to jack yeah, this thing. Going. Right? So your Uncle Don, again, <laughs> 70s, pitches it. And it's like, you know, one of those bouncing, <laughs> bouncing, bouncing. So I run up this ball. And I go to smash this into the, the next county. And I nick it. I, I just nick the side of it. And it just like spins foul. (laughs) And my intensity level went shot up to an 11 at this moment. So I run over to this ball and I kick it. I jack it out in the field and I turn and I go, now that's foul. (laughs) I yell it, yell it for your whole family. Now that's foul. And so I was so mad. It was a little. You, oh, I was. And you're like, so Kevin, no, please don't do this, Kevin. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. And all of a sudden, then it hits me. That's the only ball <laughs> that we have. There's no. There's no other like backup yeah. kickballs. Mm-hmm. That was the only one. And I just jacked it into the field. Quarter mile. So I'm just, yeah. So, so I literally, I'm standing there like, I just, I just delayed the game here. Now I've got to go chase that ball. <laughs> so then I. Go over like that little fence. Yep. I'm going over the creek or yep. whatever. Go through the woods out in the cornfield. Yep. Retrieve the ball, bring it back, and go to and I, I toss it to your uncle Don. Okay, toss it to your uncle Don. Your uncle Don like backs out of the way like there's poison on the ball. He's like, I'm not touching that thing. I'm like, why not? He's like, there's probably poison ivy all over that thing. I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. So I grab the ball. I gotta go find the hose. So I go wash off this kickball, wash it off, dry it, bring it back, delay the game a, a good five minutes. At least. Right? As, as everyone is like probably thinking, who is this jackhole? For that sure. Why the up? flip did she why did, him? He's crazy. Why did he show up to this family reunion? Why did he finally pick one family reunion <laughs> to show up at and he came to this one? Right? And so at that point, I felt really bad because I realized I completely kind of ruined this fun family moment event for the Kellers. And then we go to leave and I'm hoping I'm like, man, I'm hoping stuff doesn't bring this up. What happened two o'clock? And like, as soon as we got in the car and I shut that door and granted it's like eight hours later, as soon as I shut the door, you're like, why do you do that? Why do you do that? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Why can't you just play a kickball game? Why do you have to ruin it for everybody? Why are you so competitive? And I'm like, Steph, I'm so sorry, honey. I am so sorry. So then fast forward to this year, this summer, we we drive out to Iowa. And I told you all the way there, I'm like, Steph, I'm not playing one game when we get out there. <laughs> like, I'm not ruining this again. And I hadn't been to a family reunion like this for six years. Yeah. Five, five six years. So I told him, like, listen, I'm not playing a game. I'm going to take care of the kids. You go enjoy yourself. You do the fun, the volleyball. You do slip and slide. You do cornhole, whatever you want. I am not doing anything. And so we show up to your uh, cousin's, cousin's house. Uh-huh. And I didn't know this, 
So we, I walk out in the backyard and he has this like bullpen set up that he built yep. the day before. And it has, so it's this bullpen. It looks like an indoor soccer thing, but it's kind of smaller and it has these two by fours running across. Mm-hmm. And he's got probably like six two by fours and then a piece of PVC pipe mm-hmm. over top of each one of those two by fours. Yep. And I'm like, what is that? What could that possibly be? I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. And so I walk in the house and I ask him, I'm like, hey, what is that in the backyard that your cousin made? And he's like, oh, that's human foosball. We're going to be playing that tomorrow uh, with the family. I made that yesterday. Took me you know, a few hours to build it, but human foosball. And so I remember I go back to you, Steph. I'm like, honey, I just want to apologize right now. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble tomorrow because I have to participate in this human foosball. Like I... I I am going to have to play. It was like, the there's best. no way I can sit there and watch everybody having you fun. You were literally there for Hughes two and seconds, and you're like, "Yeah, that thing I said." I'm in trouble. I'm yeah, done. Take that back. I'm done. I'm totally take that back because I'm totally playing this tomorrow. <laughs> and thankfully, at age 40, I was able to compose myself. Mm-hmm. I was able to be a grown-up adult. I kept that competitive spirit. Nobody ran their mouth to me. That probably helps. But I, we had fun. It was fun. I didn't ruin your family. You didn't. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to support this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review this episode. Also, for those who have asked us how to financially support, you can go to kevinandsteph.com and order one of our books of You Met Her Where. Thank you so much for listening to Tell Us a Good Story.